All right, welcome friends to BACOA's first Redefining Aging podcast. My name is Matthew Downing, and I am the Communications and Client Care Manager at BACOA, which stands for the Barrington Area Council on Aging. We are a nonprofit in Barrington, Illinois, with the mission of empowering older adults, families, and caregivers in their pursuit of vibrant, healthy lifestyles. Before I introduce our two dementia experts today to discuss our topic, which is what does it mean to be a dementia-friendly trainer? Um, Since this is our very first episode, I just wanted to give a brief introduction to uh, BACOA services and why I think this podcast is important. Uh, Aging can provide a lot of unique medical, logistical, and financial challenges that we're not always prepared for. Uh, Whether we can't cook for ourselves anymore or drive to a medical appointment or we're in need of memory services, which is something we're going to talk about today, we may need help as we age. At BACOA, our social services are designed to work with older adults to help meet those needs. And what this podcast is about is not just resources in the Barrington area, but a discussion of what kind of services you can access across the United States. And we're going to share some of those services at the end of each pod. We're hoping that this will be an educational program, but also a resource for people that are looking to age vibrantly and healthy. So today we're talking about dementia-friendly training, which we just started recently in the Barrington area. We partnered with uh, Dementia Friends USA to create a dementia-friendly Barrington area. One of our partners in this project is um, Right at Home In-Home Care and Assistance in Barrington. So I'm going to introduce Jeanette Palmer, who is the owner of Right at Home In-Home Care and Assistance in Barrington. She's also a senior advocate home care provider, and licensed dementia education partner. With her is Lynn O'Malley, a certified dementia practitioner, community liaison for Right at Home in-home care and assistance in Barrington. Hello. (laughs) That was a very long-winded intro, but hello. (laughs) How are we today? (laughs) Sun is shining, so I always say I'm solar charged. So oh, yeah. The sun is shining, I'm good. <laughs> I would agree with you on that. I guess we're all solar charged, aren't we? Yes. Yes, yeah. we are. So you both work in home care and also specifically we're going to talk about your work with dementia. So before we get into that conversation, just a couple quick facts about dementia. I think it's a common misconception that dementia itself is a disease. It's actually a, a chronic disorder caused by many brain diseases, including Alzheimer's disease. Dementia is a deterioration in cognitive function beyond the usual consequences of aging. Um, and another important thing to consider is we're going to have a lot of people suffering with dementia over these next decade or so. As our population keeps aging, the disease uh, doubles every five years beyond the age of 65. So that's just some context for our conversation. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess I wanted to start with each of you. You can both, whoever wants to go first. How, how'd you get involved in dementia care and what services do you provide right at home? So we're a franchise system. I've been in the business for 20 years now. And the reason that dementia is so important to me is that as we're caring for families and individuals with dementia, we're seeing more and more people suffering from it and families not knowing how to deal with it. You know, we're expecting the individual to be able to maintain how they were before and bring them back to that reality, but the reality is we need to go to where they are. So by providing the training for the family, I feel we're providing a better service to both the family and the community. Lynn, how'd you get involved? 
Well, actually, I became involved with dementia training at the beginning of the pandemic because with the world basically shutting down, Right at Home was kind enough to afford me the opportunity to do a lot of online virtual training during the two years we were in basically shutdown mode. Um, so I obtained basically the gold star of certifications with dementia education, that being certified dementia practitioner, I'm also a positive approach to care trainer, and a dementia live trainer as well. And so I took the three of those certification, top-notch certifications, and kind of put them to use by sharing that information in the community. And when you're working with families, with an uh, individual with dementia, how does that look different than just any other in-home care that you provide? So the person that has dementia isn't able a lot of times you know, to remember short-term things. And so the caregiver is there to help keep themselves safe, to remind them to use their walker, to help them with toileting, things like that so that they can maintain their quality of life because there is so much life left in individuals with dementia. You know, a lot of them are still mobile and really need a companion or a friend that understands them to do something with them. So depending on the level of dementia or the disease determines um, the care plan. And our field supervisor, like Lynn, she ha our field supervisor has all the same accreditations as Lynn does. So she's a certified dementia practitioner and has the positive approach to care, as well as 20 years of experience caring for individuals with dementia in uh, more of a nursing home setting. So she brings all of that talent with her when she's developing a plan of care for an individual so that the individual is able to get the best care. And Lynn, you talked about education as an important part of what you do with Dementia Friendly. Um, how do we educate our communities? What do people need to know about dementia that you know might not be familiar with the disorder that come across people that have dementia? How should we interact with them in the community to be as welcoming and as assistive as possible? I think number one is trying to eliminate the stigma because when people hear that word they think of someone crazy. The concern of mental health is always involved with dementia, but that I think goes across a lot of other lines. So with just in general chronic issues that people are facing in the world today. So I think people are getting a little bit more comfortable with just being aware of m mental illness on its own, but this is a little bit more. And so with dementia, we try to eliminate the stigma right off the bat and then just try to provide some information that will put people at ease so they can not feel afraid of someone that has dementia because of perhaps an unexpected behavior or unexpected emotion, but to try and help them support that person living with dementia and meet them where they are, as Jeanette just said earlier. We kind of talked about the importance of educating people with dementia, um, educating people about how to interact with those individuals with dementia. But I also think once you get that initial dementia diagnosis, a lot of people don't know, you know, what resources do I go to to help with that. So I think as far as our dementia-friendly Barrington Area initiative, one of the goals was to set up this network of resources, which Right at Home is part of, and combining that with the education. So we had a couple of events at our local library here in Barrington that just talked about, you know, what kind of resources you can utilize as a, a person that's caring for an individual with dementia. Um, 
Lynn, you're you're a great resource as far as your dementia-friendly training, which is our main topic for today. So I guess we just wanted to discuss, you know, what is dementia-friendly training? And then if we want to go through just, you know, what the experience is like, who it could be available to, and, and why it's important. So we offer this training to, to basically anyone that's living in the community, the Barrington area community. As I said earlier, it's basically a fundamental training to heighten awareness and understanding so that we can help to support those people that are living with dementia and their families. So we start with, as I said earlier, trying to you know educate right off the bat by providing the foundational facts of what is dementia. How does dementia differ from Alzheimer's disease? And then we take it one step further to allow people to feel what it's like to perhaps be someone living with dementia. And we do that through an activity program called Dementia Live. It's provided different activities and things to do and look at it. We take away actually some of the limiting senses that people with dementia have to forgive or give up. Um, And that's sensory, visual, and audio. And we take that away in this activity, and it's very interactive. And then we chat about it and allow people to kind of verbalize what it felt like being in that experience. From there, we work as a group to take that that experience and feelings with that experience and apply it to how you might now uh, interact with someone with dementia. And it helps to really kind of take it to a personal level for people so that they have a different outlook when they have any sort of encounter with someone living with dementia and or their family, a family member or a caregiver living, you know, taking care of someone with dementia. Nice. And when you're looking for organizations to do this kind of training with, who will benefit most from this kind of training? Oh my goodness, it's open to anyone, really. You know, I mean, obviously public businesses that are, you know, out and about in the community, like grocery stores. We want businesses to kind of learn to perhaps see the signs of someone living with dementia and be able to adjust their interaction in case that person does have dementia. And by the way, we all are facing cognitive decline because as we age, our bodies begin to deteriorate. But guess what? Our brain is part of our body and that is part of the process as well. So you don't know when you come across anybody on the street, regardless of their age, they could be experiencing the beginning of cognitive change. And so we want to instill in people that this is something that we all need to sort of get on board with and embrace it in a way that's in a supportive way to these folks. And and when you talk about you don't always know when you're going to come across someone with dementia, I would think that first responders would be a really key demographic for something like this because, you know, there's sometimes there's a lot of high stress situations when you're encountering a first responder, whether it's police or fire. And so why is it important that they have that training and know how they may need to adjust their behavior when interacting with individuals with dementia? Good question and good timing because <laughs> last week we just completed three days of first responder training in the, to the Barrington area fire and police and it was very impactful very pleased with it turnout was great we had a lot of great questions and we put them through you know the three different phases of training which I just kind of highlighted before you know awareness and then 
uh, the simulation, and then we talked about you know responsiveness, how you're going to respond to someone having been in their shoes with that experience. And primarily our goal was to help these professionals as first responders deal with de-escalating situations. So by the time they get called, usually it's a heightened emotion or a heightened behavioral situation, and they don't have a lot of time to react. So I wanted to provide them the tools to remember and to click into gear once they go into a situation which, where they believe dementia is involved and be able to communicate with that person to help to de-escalate or to bring down the heightened emotions at that point. And, and to try, the most important thing is to try and make a connection, to communicate with them in the most foundational way. So we did a lot of role playing with that and I think that really brought it home to them on, you know, once they're in that situation, bringing up those tools in their mind and in their interaction with that person. Yeah, and I think as far as establishing connection and empathy, I think a big one. I think the dementia live aspect is really a really cool tool to use for something like that. Yes, um, and what we talk about in the training is that uh, while we were gathered together for the training and everyone in the first responder training was able to kind of get that simulated experience of what it's like to have dementia, they get to walk away from that experience and go back to their normal life. People with dementia live with those symptoms and that outlook on life 24-7. And so we have to be, you know, we have to really tap into our empathy, especially for those folks, no question. Yeah, awesome. I think I just have maybe one or two more questions before we wrap up. Um, Jeanette, do you have just any other thoughts? I know we have some more, hopefully, trainings moving forward with dementia-friendly Barrington area, I mean, I, I'm hoping we can continue some educational events in the community, but what is Right at Home's role going forward in, in helping making Barrington dementia-friendly? We're always here. We're here to provide that training, that support. You know, and one of the things that I guess people don't understand is that it's really stressful to be caring for somebody that has dementia. There are sometimes a lot of behaviors that they're dealing with that they don't feel that other people understand. And so like a spouse of, or in, is the primary caregiver of someone with dementia and they don't take care of themselves. And so we've had lots of instances where the primary caregiver has passed away from the stress associated with caring for the individual with dementia that before the person with dementia dies. You know, and so I guess my message to everybody is to take a step back and take care of yourself because you can't take care of that other person unless you do. There is grant money available um, for people caring for someone with dementia, and I think that if they call Beckoa, you'll have that information to share with them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll plug it again at the end. If you are looking for dementia-friendly resources, you can contact Bacoa. Our phone number is 847-381-5030. You can also email me. My email is mdowning, D-O-W-N-I-N-G, at Bacoa, B-A-C-O-A dot org. Um, and I think the, the caregiver aspect is, is really important to consider because it, it can be lonely being a caregiver. Right. Um, it can be really difficult if you know you as especially as adult children we were not always ready to emotionally and sometimes economically you know take care of an aging parent i know at bacoa we also have a, a caregiver and alzheimer's support group 
um, as well as our day out program, which um, allows individuals with dementia to um, be dropped off for a day to do some engaging activities, participate in a group. They have a really fun time together, but importantly, it also gives that caregiver some time to themselves. And I think that's another reason why we wanted to partner with Right at Home in this initiative, because you you see that caregiver aspect. For sure. Absolutely. So again, thank you both for coming. I think we learned a lot about why it's important to have dementia-friendly resources, why people should take Lynn's great training. Um, And if you need information, again, our number at BACOA, 847-381-5030. You can also visit our website at www.bacoa.org. And then, Jeanette, do you want to just give everyone Right at Home's information, or Lynn, either one? Yeah. So, so we're Right at Home. The number to reach us at is 847-396-9000, and we're available on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. All right, that's all we have for today. Thank you for listening to our first Redefining Aging podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how to become a dementia friend, you can visit DementiaFriendsUSA.org. If you'd like to join one of BACOA's Zoom or in-person dementia-friendly events, you can visit www.bacoa, that's www.bacoa.org to learn more. Thanks, have a great day.